This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, electrical contractors, I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb slash contractor better. On the Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. The voice of South Yorkshire and North Derbyshire. BBC Radio Field. Here's Odijay, trying to get the better of Risa. Using good body strength in towards Howard. Down he goes, and Barnsley claiming a penalty there, and Martin Atkinson not giving it. Big, big decision right at the end of the game in added time. Adijay goes up for it. Away by Carragher. Howard's there once more. Still it's Howard. Still going.
is over a header. He's still in here, Dyer, and he's finished the job. And that is awful defending from Birmingham. Barnsley do not care. The fans behind the goal ecstatic. And Bruce Dyer sent on as a first-half substitute has guaranteed a second goal for Burnsley. What a gamble to play off. Now he's got no support. So they have to turn and feed it to Marcel. Now they clip Marcel. Four wins in 90 minutes, one via penalties in the Checker Trade Trophy. A win last night has seen Barnsley through to the last 32. It's not quite half we deserve pet yet to that competition. The glory days of League One C Barnsley, not on an international break, it's Accrington away at the weekend. We'll hear from Harry Andy Zoo as Carlo get all excited. All this and more on the Reds Report on the vibe of Chris Mason and Carlo van der Watering. This is for the fans. The Vibe. And we're live in the Vibe studios on the Red Report, Chris Mason, Carlo van der Watering. As we said in the opening there, Carlo, four wins in 90 minutes, a win on penalties in the Checker Trade Trophy as well. Barnsley through to the last 32. It's been a funny old time following Barnsley because it's five home games in a row and you just sort of try and get your head around that, don't you? And think, well, I know. you we're just get used to being at home, don't you? It's, it's crazy. Withdrawal systems of... Uh, <clears throat> Withdrawal uh, symptoms for me on Saturday because obviously I'm not going to uh, to Accrington. But no, it was um, it was needed. I think that the two league games in a row, winning them, fantastic, and then. I suppose, I don't want to call them the young ones, but maybe the second string, maybe those fringe players that don't get regular starts. I think, you know, they've had three games in the space of, well, just over a week or so. And um, I think it's done them a lot of good. I think we've seen some excellent performances, some up and, young, up and coming young talents. And I think the likes of Munker, Jackson, I mean, it's growing away. Definitely Ryan Hedges. I think they'll have enjoyed this sort of period of, uh, of, of regular football and putting themselves in the framework of Daniel Stendhal. I wanted a quick chat about certain individuals and you look at a George Moncur and I think I think it was Chris Ryder said on Twitter Moncur must be a bit uh, wound up that he can't get in this team because he, he he's not starting every game and then you, when he comes in you see his quality and you see it again last night I know the second finish was a touch of, was a touch of class for on the turn and I love the finish but I thought the first one was a better goal because he, he sort of took it in his stride didn't he and bumped nice side foot into the into the side of the net lovely finish 
is George going to be a little bit frustrated that he seems to be in and out of the side and not holding a regular place? Because I think his goals and assists and what he contributes to a game most certainly would see him on that team sheet, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. I think George Munker is would be a, a first starter, a first name of the team sheet, if the game was 55-60 minutes. I think at times... He, he seems to go, even yesterday during periods, you forgot that George Munker was playing. And I think when we're attacking and we're going forward, um, he, he was involved in it all. And, and it, but that's the better George Munker, isn't it? Because Eki got him wrong, didn't he, at times? Yeah. When we originally, George, came into the club, it wasn't the role that we saw him at Colchester. I know everybody's going to say, well, it was only Colchester, but we signed him on the back of what he did at the U's, Yeah. to be fair. And when he's in that final third, I, I take the Luton game as prime example. He ripped Luton to shreds with his pace. And I think at this level, if you've got somebody with pace that can run with the ball at his feet, because we, we, we've missed that a lot, haven't we? Because, I mean, when he's Grove was at his pomp for Barnsley, those last half a dozen games the last time they were in this league, his ability to run with the ball and run at teams caused a lot of problems. Hamill, very similar when he was back when he was at Barnsley that season. Moncur does it. It just adds a different dimension to the team as well, doesn't it? It's not pass and move all the time. It's a man who can hurt a team from from deep and, and get into that final third. It's like gorilla tape on the ball, isn't it, when George Moncur is, is on it? Yes. You, you, you can't get it off it. The problem no. is sometimes that defensively, you know, and I suppose... We, you know, we've seen him playing like the, the Checker Trade and the, the FA Cup. Uh, but if you look at the Checker Trade, you know, look at the opposition as well. I know it was Bradford, I know it was League One, but, you know, look where they are. And they are struggling. Everton under-21s, you know. We had a really hard time sort of breaking them down. And um, I, I think he needed it. And, and undoubtedly, yes, you know, with, again, with the goals yesterday, I just think that it, when we play our first first team... And, you know, people agree. I, I don't know who I would put in that role because Mike Bearer has been a little bit disappointing. But then yesterday, That's he absolutely right. played out of his skin and he was so attacking. He broke things up and I think... Maybe that's what he needed. Maybe he needed to show that that's what he can do and he can take that on into the accurate game. Or maybe it's to do with the opposition, I don't know. be a fair criticism of Mike Bearer, though, that he's, the last half a dozen games he's gone missing, hasn't he? And then last night he played very well because that that's the impression you've been getting from games watching Barnsley is that he has been a name on the team sheet from, from Daniel Stendhal more or less every week he's got in the side and he sort of ghosted through games, didn't he? You, you mentioned it actually last time, not last week, the week before, and maybe it was a time for him to come out. He's played last night, played very well. Yeah. So then he's it's another headache for the manager again at the week. It is, and, and that has to be good. That has to be good. when Because we spoke early on the season, and I said my worry was strength and depth. Um, it, it still is, in a way. Um, up I'm, front I'm, it is, isn't it? I think up front, you've got... Um, you'd consider Woodrow and Moore as you, as you yes. to me as you, you strikes. Course, if you go yeah. with the four four two, at least two up front, and then after that, Jacob Brown yesterday absolutely fantastic. More probably wing play, but absolutely fantastic. He, he covered the ground. He gave a hundred and twenty percent. Big Victor, I I don't know. I, I it, it's I know at times he was on his own, especially when you know we we you know red card and everything else. But he he. He doesn't seem... I've not seen anything from Victor yet that I say, wow, he's forcing his name on that team sheet. I think it's more, well, who else have we got? You've yeah, got TM, yeah. who is... I said it last week, didn't I? TM is either messy or very messy. He's, he's world-class, and he pulls the goals, and he goes on runs and everything else. Wow, look, that's who we bought. Or you think... What, what's he doing? Seems to do better out wide as well, TM. I think that debate can yeah. be put to bed in terms of Mamadou, where I think when you see him up front you don't get the same effect from him because he's got his back to goal when he's playing up front. Um, yet he's got a lot... His backside's very strong. He, he can put himself into a centre-half and he can hold a man off. But then he's... 
he's better, I think, with ball at feet, 10 yards of space in front facing of him. Goal. Facing goal. Facing yeah. goal. He can cut inside or he can go wide on his left foot. He does both very well. If Mamadou's got his back to goal playing in a two, I think you see the worst of him because then he's the one playing it out wide and he's getting in the box. And I don't think his game is getting in the box on the end of a cross. He likes to score the world. He all create goals and he's done it very well. Um, let's go back to Saturday, Carl. Obviously, a, a fantastic win in the Cup. Obviously, it took... A couple of goals after half time to get Barnsley back in, get Barnsley on the front foot. But once on the front foot, could and probably should have been a cricket score, um, albeit a great save from the goalkeeper at the end to, to d- d- divert Moore's effort onto the bar. Kiefer Moore, I want to talk about him. He seems to get a bit of stick from s- some sections of supporters, but his name's on the, his name's on the score sheet every week. So I don't, I personally, lads, don't see the issue with Kiefer because he's paid to score goals, and if he's into double figures, more or less, before Christmas. He's doing his job, isn't he? Look at, um, I don't know if it was the, was it the county goal. Yeah, it was the, the, one of the county goals. Look at the pace that Kiefer Moore had mm-hmm. to sort of chase the balls. He, 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 he covers the pitch. That standal philosophy of the pressing, that high pressing, it's a thankless task when you're up front, isn't it? To oh, go to the standal, is, yeah. who's going to play to the goalkeeper? He throws himself about, he, he, he runs literally until it's time to come off. I, I, I can't criticise Kiefer Moore because I think... Is what it because it, sometimes it's like, you see some Barnsley fans and, and a, lot of, a lot of football fans, he might head the ball now and again, it looks like it's come off a 50 pence piece or he'll hit a shot and he... he it goes out for a corner. Is it because he's unorthodox, Carlo? Do you think that he comes in for a little bit of a bit of stick? He could well be. He, at, at times, he, he almost sort of like reminds you of Peter Crouch because clumsy. I think that's he come over, but I think his body strength and I think actually even with the ball at his feet is really really he good. Is, yeah. I think at times he's he's found himself extremely isolated, mm-hmm. so he gets the ball and then what does he do? Now that Woodrow, I mean, we saw that the first half obviously when when Woodrow came on, and you saw. You can see that when when they sort of tune in together, um, it's it's you know it's a front two to be reckoned with. Yes. Um, but I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think he's on target to get you know twenty. Uh, I think. I, 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 I think, and I, I suppose it, it's been um, spares at times with sort of decent deliveries in the box because you can't expect it to do him all, you know, for him to do everything. So it, it's about deliveries into the box, and I think at TM when he's on it, I'm desperate to see Ryan Hedges in the starting eleven because I think whenever Ryan's played, and I know people will say, ah, but look at the opposition. Ryan Hedges to me has got the pace. He's, he, he, he can pass the ball. He can take people on. He can deliver the ball into the box, and um, it wouldn't surprise me, or I'd, I'd like to know why, if if not. Because to me, he should be uh, at least on the bench, um, and either he can swap it with um, you know with Tiam or whoever he plays. But um, I think he's been the. Um, if, if you ask me for the last five home games, but especially the three cup games, I think Ryan Hedges has been the one that's impressed me probably most. You, you mentioned delivery there for Kiefer, and when you go back a fortnight and you look at the delivery from Mowat for and, and the fact that he could go, get between what were it four or five shirts, and then he heads it home from close range. The goalkeeper coming out to punch it as well. He showed no fear there. Oh. I think that. When was the last time, as a Barnsley fan, that we had somebody who was bullying the opposition? Because I, you go back even further when he bullied the Fleetwood centre half for that for that equaliser at um, sorry for the second goal at Fleetwood. He doesn't care. He, he knocks he knocks centre halves about, and I think it's about time that Barnsley use that advantage, isn't it? It is, and I think the last time, not bullying, but sort of made it really hard for defenders. And I have to mention him. I think Sam Winnall was a nasty piece of work at times. Yeah, but I yeah. think that's what we needed. Last week in the in the Czech rate, Kyle and myself talked about it last week, but Ben Williams played in centre defence, uh, sorry, centre midfield. That's what we needed. 
a, a Darren Sheridan type, no nonsense in the midfield. And up front, I think that's what Kiefer Moore does. He, he, you know, he hands it out, and he obviously has to take it as well. Um, and it's been a while because we, we've had, you know, pretty strikers, you know, strikers mm-hmm. that are really good. But at times, it's it's especially in this division, we always say, don't you? You get more chances. You still need to get at the end of them. And I think what Kiefer Moore's got is, yes, he can head them. Yes, he can bully defenders. But I think what we'll see more as well is he could take defenders away and create opportunities for people like maybe Woodrow, TM, Potts. And who knows Moncur if he plays. Obviously, we're looking ahead to January, Carlo. Do you worry about losing a player of his ilk as well? The, well, because there will be championship clubs sniffing around and, and another certain Moore was interested in him in the summer in Darren Moore but then West Brom are looking to go up is he the player you look to sign I, I, I don't I don't understand it personally and, I, and is he a player you'd worry you'd worry about losing him is he a player you see Barnes are losing in, in January because goals goals interest people don't they no matter what level yeah they, they look at sort of like your top four or five in that division who's scoring a lot of goals Kiefer Moore does. Um, Chris Wilder was at um, the match on Saturday. So, you know, and, and listen, he might have watched a Notts County. He might be watching he one of watching us. He might, have just, he might have just thought, <laughs> you know, we played on Friday, I'm going to watch a, an FA Cup match. You, you don't know. But it is worrying. And then you look at, well, you know, who should we be worried about? Um, I tell you who I'd be worried about as well. I'm worried about like an Ethan Pinnock because I think Ethan yeah. has grown up, he's outplaying, and to me, probably should be to get a bit more. But in central defence, probably the first name. Um, Would you I'd, worry about losing both centre halves? Because that'd be a killer, wouldn't it? I mean, these obviously it's all what ifs, but no, no, if no, you're no, playing no. well and you're at the top I, of the league. Well, instead of the question, sh- could we lose? I don't think we would. No. But I think there could be interest in both yes. centre halves, definitely. And I think um, Liam Lindsay at times. He goes unnoticed. He wins everything, and it's not always yeah, pretty. Does, and yeah. you know, sometimes it's rolls out, but it does the job for us. I think what Ethan Piddick, um, and in fact Ben Ben Williams did it yesterday when he played at centre back. Ethan Williams seems really comfortable going out and playing the ball out of the fence himself. Um, and Ben Williams did it yesterday, and he earned us. It was a free kick just outside the area, I believe, when he was sort of when he was sort of tripped. And you know, ball playing. Um, Central defenders is probably, you know, it's like um, the dream that, that Daniel once had because they all look really, really comfortable on the ball. A quick answer, Carlo, before we go to a quick break, a couple of songs and an interview with Ariandi Zou. Um, January comes around, do Barnsley need to be on the front foot bringing players in and, and show their ambition rather than looking over their shoulder thinking who could be going out? No, I think I think we we should because um, you're only ever an injury away for playing yeah, a second exactly. string, and I think when you look at what happened with um, Bolton yesterday, you look at what happened with uh, Jacko Adam Adam Jackson yesterday. You know, don't get me wrong, Will Smith came on, and it's another one of the famous Reds. We've had Michael Jackson, we've had Robbie Williams, and now we've got Will Smith. Tell you, we're up there. Soon we'll have a Hollywood eleven, and he did really well. Is he ready for first team football on a regular basis? No, no, probably not. But that's how thin, I suppose, we are if you look at centre-back. Yeah, and mi- midfield's obviously looking quite strong. We've said that again. Yeah. Um, what's key? What's the key areas for you? Because it's coming up rather quickly, January. Um, I'd, well, I'll tell you what I'd love. I'd love people like Mowat um, to sign yes. a, a contract extension. And, you know, in all reality, b- before we go on to that, credit to Mowat, more... Potts, McGeehan, Woodrow, who all came on the night off yesterday and sat in the West End to watch 
their mates because they were all off, but they decided to go and watch their mates. And I think that shows something, doesn't it? They, they don't have to turn up. It was a night yeah. off, but they went to support their team. Um, and I think in midfield we're fine. Uh, Mowat, Potts, probably, you know, key. And, and maybe he needs to look at another winger because you've got TM and I know he can play in various positions but I sort of dream of a team as we've got now with Hedges bombing down one wing and unfortunately I can't see Isgrove bombing down the other for now but maybe that's something a position that he's you know he, he, he ought to look at well, we'll finish on this then is, is Isgrove going to fit in understand Carlo for you I don't think so The Reds Report on The Vibe sponsored by Opium the number one indie bar in Barnsley
This is for the fans. The Vibe.
just lay here Would you lie with me and just forget the world The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Go on. Um, go on. Well, Ariane, uh, well, I'll start with a film. You've just seen it, you just witnessed it. Um, what, what, what did you think of it and, and how, how many good memories did it bring back? Lots, lots. Uh, besides seeing some of the plays here again, uh, and then seeing the plays on screen, and especially when you bring back the pictures, you know, it's funny how, um, as a footballer, you know, you, you play during your career, you go from game to game, and only afterwards you realise how much you meant to yourself and to other people. Uh, and seeing all these people, you know, telling how much you meant to them uh, makes you feel, yeah. Proud, yeah. uh, to say the least, uh, to be part of this all, and uh, actually quite proud to be actually be part of this film. Yeah, yeah. And you were a big star of it as well, weren't you? You featured quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> had I realised that I was going to feature that much, I probably should have had a shave, I think, beforehand. Um, but yeah, and you know, it, it was nice to the, the interview brought back a lot of memories as well, and. Uh, while I was getting interviews, I was sort of recalling some of the memories, and uh, I really enjoyed that. And you probably could tell from the interview. Yeah. You, you mentioned in the Q and A afterwards that you probably you wouldn't have wished to start at any different English club than Barnsley on reflection. So, if you want to just go over that again, as to why? Yeah. The weird thing with Barnsley is it's um, it's obviously a professional club. Um, when I got there, the you know it wasn't a very well-known club uh, outside England. Maybe not even that well-known in England. Um, but the people here are very very determined, you know, to work hard. Uh, and if if you put a good shift in, they appreciate it. Uh, and I'm the kind of player who loves to put a good shift in, do my best, and. Yeah, we had a little bit of extra quality in the team and, and managed to do it better than expected and uh, I think a lot of people took a lot of pride in that um, and we did as well you know we were regarded as the little club in the league uh, but we managed to show everybody that we were worth to be in the premiership uh, and even during that season we were favourites to go down probably most of the season but even at certain stages of the season I had some of the pundits saying well you know they might just do it yeah um, typify sort of Barnsley and Barnsley people you know they don't give up very easily They're tough people but um, once you get to know them they're very very um, how do you say this sorry they're very down-to-earth people uh, with a very warm attitude they're always ready to help you they always have time for a chat and a talk and uh, such a difference when I used to walk my dog up north in Yorkshire uh, I bump into people and they'd always have a little chat talk about the weather talk about the football club in Darfield in Darfield or around uh, old pit stacks and all that yeah. uh, and when I walked my dog down south uh, people used to walk past you and sort of turn their faces away because they didn't want to talk so uh, probably a good place to start and to get used to English life uh, because people are very friendly yeah. 
and just to touch upon these days, I know we've gone over it, it's old ground, but you know, you, you find yourself negotiating as a hostage negotiator and you're an investigative uh, de- detective equivalent of CID in England, is it? The high high level crime. Do you ever stop and think, hang on a minute, I've played at, you know, FA Cups and, and, and promotion to the Premier League several times. Well, what, where's that life gone? These, uh, these, these get-togethers help in that. Mm. Um, yeah, very busy with other things, obviously, and tend to forget, but uh, every now and again you get reminded of it. Um, plus the fact that I'm, I'm sort of doing a little bit of coaching again, uh, yeah. picked that up again, and um, you know you get young kids that gone. Did you used to play football? You go, yeah, I used to play a little bit of football in England. Oh, where did you play? And then they start googling you, and you go, oh wow, <laughs> you could actually play. Well, I tried, I tried. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, during everyday life, you, you tend to forget, but the odd moment where you do remember, yeah, yeah. remember of. Uh, yeah, great times. The best job in the world, being a professional footballer, especially at the clubs and the times I've been there. I've had some fantastic times. The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. It's always fantastic to hear back from players from that era. Ariandi Zou there. Waxing lyrical about his time at Barnes and especially the town Carlo and now 20, 20 odd years on from that, 21 years isn't it now from since the promotion. Yeah. Um, those people now go down in the history books as the film being made and now it is time for a new set of heroes isn't it at Barnsley whether it's this set of players or, or people in the future that these lads have been put in folklore. They're there for people to get a good look at them, and now it's definitely as much as people just used to talk about it. There's a history now there for people to sit back and watch, isn't there? So it's um, it's down there. It's in paper. It's on in print. It's on film, and it's it's there for everybody to look back at now. It, it is, and just just a couple of first of all, thanks to Matty and Barry Goodwin for doing the interview for us because because I couldn't attend, but thanks very much. And it is, and I think at the time, I mean, I was there. I lived it. I was there for the Bradford match. I, I went to some of the away games, all the home games for the Premier League season, and you're sort of like in a dream, and it takes years and years to then digest, wow, we were one of those clubs. The you know, elite. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, that yeah. made it. And then a few years ago, um, I think the, the, the club, when they were tweeting, it was like time for new heroes. It was like a slogan, one that they put on yeah. everything. And I think the start was sort of there, but then, you know, with everything that's happened... Um, I, I thought it was great that Standall actually went to watch it with his um, with with Winkler and Stern, and afterwards said that it was almost like inspirational and very motivational as yeah, well to course, see how much yeah. it meant to Barnsley. And um, I suppose are we on, are we on the brink? You know, you look at where we are in the league. You know, the football we're playing. You know what? If if it is, and we have one of those seasons, absolutely fantastic. We can't ask too much because you know for. Standal likes to play a certain way, and whilst we can see a shift in the way that we're playing, you know, maybe not all the players are 100% au okay with it and used to it, and, and obviously Standal's got the players he's got, he's only brought one in, which was Mike Bearer, wasn't it? That's Dougal. And Woodrow, and Dougal, sorry, those three, yeah. Bearer from, from Germany. Um, would you, you know, um, I suppose another really, really good season with the promotion and ultimately guiding us to the Premier League That's will, it, the will ultimate be Standall's goal. big dream. That's what I mean. The ultimate goal is 
you want to get out of this league, but a new set of heroes is doing something what was done 21 years ago, wasn't yeah. it? Not oh. something... Because to be fair to Barnsley, me and you have spoke about this off-air a lot of times, and you look at the success that that especially I've had watching Barnsley, and my dad, my dad in the 80s when they were getting promoted from the third division to the second division and then back down to the third division and back up again, it's never dull as a Barnsley fan. No. And I think that, you know, you look, you go back as far as, like you say, the promotion to the Premier League, and then you've Wembley and losing to Ipswich, and then the Cardiff trip, and then the Cup semi-final at Wembley, and then the two Wembley appearances again and when you add it all up there's never a dull moment there's always something going on as a Barnsley fan times have been hard there's been the administration but there's always it's nice to look back at that 21 years ago it would be so lovely to say in 10 years time this set of lads took us back to that promised land and there's going to be a few tweaks needed and like you'll say the manager's got to find he's got to hone his craft fully He's got a good grasp of it at the minute. I think they're doing a superb job. I think the players, the players, me and you discussed about having a full turnover in the summer again because we went down in the end without a whimper, didn't we, at Derby? And you think to yourselves, could those players pick themselves up off the floor? The only way they've done that is through the coaching, isn't it? I, I, I've said it. I've said it. I know I've said it to Kyle before. I've said it to my mate before. You look, you look at, the, you look at the team, and most of the team are, are players we had last season. Yeah. And I know we were playing in a different league, but we never got the best out of those players. We, Not we, at we, all. We mate, just no. never did, and that's a personal opinion. But I think. And I'm not saying players only gave 80%. I think on the day they gave all they had, but the they coaching. had more in the locker than come out. I think that it was it was fundamentally a coaching issue and, and a, how can I say it, almost like a... Um, Lack of experience at that level. You look at the teams in that division. I mean, you, yeah. you've got Tony Pulis is calling for 20-team leagues all the way down now, isn't he? Because it suits those ex-Premier League teams that just want four leagues of 20 all the way down. But you look at the teams. We were playing Fulham. Like, we played Fulham at home, didn't we? Me and you were watching it. We outplayed Fulham. Dimmy gets sent off and then they ripped us apart second half. We were the better side. Lack of experience and the fact that you're playing teams that can spend cash I think, yeah. and, and have just that little bit of quality, Carlo, was the thing that stopped these players being able to fulfil their potential last season. I, th- I think we've got diamonds in the rough and some other teams in that division already have finished articles that potentially Rings play higher. Rings on the finger, aren't they? Yeah, other and I, th- I still think, and I said it again um, I said it again last night to somebody who was sat near me, um, we we always, or lately we seem to have really, really young teams. We go for youth, which is fine. When the whistle goes and you've got a manager or a head coach or whatever you want to call them on the sideline, kicking every ball, people, you know, I don't want to go into the political side of things, but people have boycotted the checker trade because they don't agree with under 21s and blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Everybody, everybody to their own. Who am I to say you should, you shouldn't, not to do with me? I went. One of those things that I really, really liked and enjoyed is... Chris, you know, Kyle, know, because there's only 2,000 or well, nearly 3,000 there yesterday, you can hear exactly what the coaching staff are saying. You can hear the instructions on the sideline, especially what we taught, we, like in the West End. And it is, it, uh, Hecky, I liked Hecky, you know, really nice man. We'd have never heard really him well, talk, would we? But arms folded on the sideline, yes. a bit of pointing every now and then. It was uh, Tommy Wright that did the shouting on that sideline when Stendhal is there. Every ball, Zeki, 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 Hecky, Hedgy, Hedgy. And he's shouting, everybody is telling him to come here. Mm-hmm. When they took the free kick inside the area yesterday for the handball by uh, by Walton, I think he nearly lost his voice. I think his vocal cords were nearly on the halfway line. He was shouting that much for them to get together and do this. 
And I think that's how you get the best out of your players. Because a lot of people will say, once that whistle goes, it's down to them. I, I, I don't think so. I really, really don't think. That's like saying a racehorse, you know, once it's trained, it, the jockey needs it to get the best out of him. And I think Stendhal gets the best out of these players because when that whistle goes, he's probably more vocal than he is in training. Is it because the young lads that he's as vocal as he is, though? I think they need it. Yes, I think, that, I think, yeah, and, that's, yeah. and, and, and at times you can say, you know, who's the leader in this pack? And we've talked about before who the captain is and all this. this Monker is a leader, I think, for me. Mowat is a leader. I think. I think. I would. I would say for, for the number of games they've played, Moore's a I leader. I would say as well, for all the he? players we have, you know, don't get me wrong. I think Adam Davis is a leader purely because of experience and everything else. But it's hard the position he's in. Yeah. I think Jacko is a born leader. Yeah, Jacko. We Moore. don't see enough on him. Um, Liam. I, Liam's a leader. I think Liam Lindsay. I'd go with Mowat Munker. There's more leaders than what Moore. you think. Actually, if you sat and wrote them down on a piece of paper, you'd look at them. Even a Potts now, because of the fact that he's played over fifty. Ga- he's definitely played over fifty games for Barnsley now, Brad Potts. And you look at it. The players, the more they gain in expert. Cameron McGeehan, we we questioned his um, his place at Barnsley. Some people still do, even though he got the man of the match Saturday against Notts County, coming for copious amounts of stick online, and I don't understand that. But he's he's a leader because you look at the sheer amount of games he's played at Luton. He's been in a promotion winning side. He's come back from a broken leg. He's worked hard to get to where he is now in League One. So the team, as it's, as the season's going on, I think they're growing in age. With experience, not by the age of their obviously the birth certificate, but by sheer experience, Carlo, aren't they? I I completely agree. And I'll I'll be totally honest. I was sat there on Saturday and I said to my mate, Man of match, who you thinking? And and we both actually said Ethan Pinnock, because I thought Ethan Pinnock was absolutely a beast in defence. Mm-hmm. And they gave it to Cam McGee and he went, Hey? Cam McGee and you know what? When you're at a match, because you live in that moment, that second, and bang, it's gone, because it's the next moment already. You look at the goal, but you sometimes forget the build-up play and who did this and yeah. that. And then you look at the highlights after you, and wow, he was involved in every single goal, either it be a pass or a this or that. So, well-deserved. And great, because I think he's got it in him. It, it, he always seemed to be a little bit behind, and, and it was the decision-making and that yeah. tactical sort of nouns where I, I have always felt that Dougal's got... Dougal gets like a bit more grit and he's got a clever pass in him and he's himself in, a, a yard, bit more Dougal. intelligence. He gets himself yeah. a yard. Yeah, but great work and you know, come again. And and then looking back, you think, you know what, they were right. He because he was involved in every single one and he um definitely came over as a leader on uh, on, on on Saturday. We we, we've talked about a lack of a plan B, haven't we, in the past? And now I don't think now that that's an issue. I think that you look at the, the last five games for Barnes where they've won games. I'd say last night, even I know they had a goal disallowed, Bradford, but once Barnsley went behind, there's that ability to turn a game on its head and, and, and win the game 2-1 as they did. Um, we are now implementing our style on teams, aren't we? We aren't we, we are having to actually worry about a plan B per se because th- it's been five games where we've... To be honest with you, I know 2-0, 1-0, 2-1-0 wins at home, but if the opposition would have come out and had a go at us... They could have been on the end of an hiding, if, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we, we make those victories. Nobody gifted us a victory. No. We've made them. And I think now, when you talk about a plan B, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but potentially, if you have Ben Williams and Jacob Brown on the bench, between those two, they can they can play in six different positions. Because Ben Williams yeah. now played at left-back, centre-back and centre-midfield. Jacob Brown could play up front, on the wing, or at the back. And I think... Looking and just, you can just see that's what Stendhal enjoys as well. Yeah. Because and the thing is, you put them on the team sheets. Teams will not always know is he going to play here, is he going to play there. Huge, you know, praise for Jacob Brown yesterday because I think it's a thankless task at times. And and I know we've won, but 
sometimes, you know, it's him chasing that defender, defender getting ball forward, but just a bit shorter, we get possession yeah. and we need to thank Jacob Brown for, you know, for doing that work. But um, I think plan B-wise, we've seen it with different formations, one up front, That's two it, up yeah, front. Exactly. And, and I, yeah. I still think we're a winger short. I, I do. I, th- I still like to see a Hedges-like figure, but on the other side. But you don't know. Maybe we'll see at some point that if he plays Brown at the back, maybe Cavari will move up into midfield. I, I don't know because he can play there, can't he? He certainly can. And just before we finish up on this segment of the show, and then Kyle will join us after the break uh, for the Accrington preview. Um, we've got Danny Pinalos at left back, very much under the radar, playing very well. He's he's a modern fullback. He can get forward. His pace, his pace gets what he lacks defensively. I think he um, makes up with his pace, and he's very much a key part of Daniel Stendhal's team, isn't he? Again, very much under the radar. Uh, we're definitely getting uh, the best out of him. Yesterday again, and, and you know, I don't want to go over old news and people say, ah, but look what you played. Bradford had a league one side. Danny Pinellos yesterday, between um, him and who was it on that side? Was it was it Hedges? Their understanding, their sort yeah, of interplay. Was, yeah. Oh, it was fantastic to see. And that's the sort of football I suppose we like. It was that high pressing and it was that pass and move and it was one flowing movement for that first goal. Uh, very, very, very much underrated but a critical part of this team. Certainly. Uh, my final thoughts on Bradford is, and I said to you in a message, you know, the, what is it, last week when you were at the Everton game, I'll be honest with you lads, I wouldn't have uh, watched it if it was in the back garden with it being the Checker Trade Trophy, because I want to ask you now, why is that competition fallen so far? Because it really was about the football league teams, wasn't it? Listen, Do you fear that in five years we're going to be playing Chelsea B in League 1 and League 2? What I don't understand and what I don't agree with, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying and it shouldn't happen. I don't understand. If you want to make it a, a trophy for like the lower leagues, why not play League 1, League 2 and a two-tongue conference? Conference North, Conference South. Get them into it. Yeah, that's Barnes, a good idea, Barnsley actually. fans yeah. would absolutely love to go to, I don't know if it's a conference, Halifax, a Geisley or whatever. Great for them. We don't need to play against an Everton no. B team no. because... It, it, it just don't sit right with me. And I know that's why people... And You know, again, they, they can... I went to watch... I enjoyed the Bradford match a lot more because I think it's... It, it, it was said a lot more about game. us. If so, because somebody says to me, "What division would you play the Everton under twenty ones?" I wouldn't know because no. I'd probably say no. But like level the playing at, yeah. and I, I, I'd probably say a, a middle league two side. Maybe they were walking around. I mean, at one point you walk around. At one point, I thought Messi and Ronaldo were on the pitch. You know, time wasting and walking around like yeah, they are everybody are living. I prefer Bradford, who are down there with Jim O'Brien, giving everything they've got, but. They should have never been invited. Why not no. get a conference involved? Do, do you think it's going to affect the Football League pyramid at one point, Carlo? Because I I, and if it does, listen, it's, it could be the death of Football League, couldn't it? It's, money is already such a big factor. Money's overtaken the football itself almost, hasn't it? And what we're now in danger of is pushing the Premier League away from us. So we because of a utopia that we'll never be able to get to. And, then and we'll get teams. left behind and forgotten. And then the youth teams. Yeah. Info- because then, we're going a bit long on this one, but then what you look at then is... Their teams are going to... I can see it happening. Rangers and Celtic will never happen. That got talked about for so long coming down to this league, which would be an absolute joke. Um, Cardiff, for me, wouldn't be in the English Football League. It's not our problem that the Welsh League structure's an absolute disaster. You know, you, you probably get better football that Kyle referees on a Sunday than what you get in the, in the Welsh League. But then if you see Chelsea B, they do it in Spain, 
the, you know, the, the Segunda Liga and the third tier, it's the C League, isn't it? The third league in Spain. Yeah. You've got the Segunda Division and the, and the C League. They've got Barcelona B and, 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 and Alaves B. Germany done, they've done the with... with um, they, they do. Munich, Bayern but, Munich and all that, yeah. Yeah, but, that's be, but their Premier League is so superior, whereas in the Football League, you look at League One. We, me and you said it the other day, the, the quality that you actually see in, in League One games now over 90 minutes is very good. 25 years ago, it wasn't very good. Now it is. That will be spoilt, won't it, if they start dripping teams in just just to get kids to run out. If if kids want to run out, stop signing so many young kids and tying all the talent up. Let them go and play in the lower leagues. Then they'll get the move to Chelsea eventually. I, exactly. And I think one of the dangers we're in, we are now group winners. We have a guaranteed home tie next. I think, Kyle, I'll look at you. I think one of the teams we could actually draw in the next round is Manchester City on the 21. And Tottenham. Yeah. Well, no, because that's south. So oh, it's, no, it's, it's, it's not now. Cause it's knockout, isn't it? I think that's still north south because the, the, the final is north versus south, isn't it? So we're north. Know. Is it, does it still south. do that now? Yeah, it's, yeah, it still do that. But can you imagine if 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 we're going to play the Manchester City under twenty ones? It it it's it just outright ridiculous. I read Chelsea's got sixty eight people out on loan players that. You know, somebody in the office will be paying them. They probably don't know who they are, no, they and know. because of all this, I think football suffers. Chris certainly doesn't. They're going to stop that next season. Hopefully, they're looking at maybe only six loans allowed out. But then again, that punishes teams like Barnsley because we like to loan from the Premier League, as do other clubs. We've which I think it's unfair on the teams that want to take players on loan. Just a final one on that, though. We've done really well with that this year because yeah. all the players we've got. I know it's like bear as a season-long loan, and then we're buying him because that's how we got outside the, the you know the thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's no, it's ridiculous. Anyway, let's talk about Accrington after the break. Go on, um, go on, well, Harry, I'm, uh, the Reds report on the vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley.
This is for the fans. The vibe. And we're back on the vibe on the Red Report. Chris Mason, Carlo van der Watering. Kyle's joining us now. We're going to preview Accrington very quickly and then we'll get this banged on a podcast for everybody for your ears. And uh, the, the podcast doing well, Carlo. Over 1,500 listens on the podcast. So we're uh, on, on obviously over the episodes, it's on the audio boom. So we're quite pleased with that, which means people are listening so it will keep churning out the content so definitely and I just want to before you start talking about Accrington which I know nothing about I just want to remind people of two things first of all it's the after the Doncaster game in the evening evening with John Parkinson uh, John, John Parkinson I can't say Parkinson then but he, he did his shot show didn't he um it's for the uh, Liam Jones Legacy. Uh, if you want tickets, go on uh, Facebook or Twitter at the Liam Jones Legacy. As for tickets, 20... Um, is it 25th or 24th? Uh, 24th, mate. 24th. The evening before we play Rochdale at home. An evening with... No, Dallas ours football is 25th, club. sorry. Oh. There's 24th <laughs> for the John Parking one. Yeah. As on the 25th, Friday the 25th of January. It's at the Electric Theatre, which is the, the theatre attached to uh, the Old Mill Lane side, Basley College side. We've got an easy evening with Basley Football Club. So we've got Gauthier Gennai, the CEO. We've got Bobby Assel, who's Academy Director, coming. We've got Martin Avaney, who's the head of the under-23s. And um, we are trying our hardest, and we're hoping to have somebody from the first team manager come on the evening as well. And hopefully that can be confirmed closer to the time. Tickets will be available very soon from the Manx, the East Dean and Opium. Tickets to price at seven quid. And Redfern's Bar, who have sponsored this event, thank you very much, are going to be selling the ale that evening as well. So I just wanted to mention be, that. Be, be very interested with Assel and Devaney there because a lot of people have not been happy with the results coming out of the academy, have they? So there'll no, be some interesting questions that evening, I think, it, which I think be it quite is, good to listen to. So. But then you look like this season, you look at Heliwell, mate, coming on yesterday, Will Smith coming on, who are, you know when we talked about Plan B, I think, the BFC, a trick, I think there's a trickle of talent coming through, isn't there? It's BFC Luke on Twitter, though, I look at his, and he's very opinionated about the U setup, and he's he's quite good for some info, his Luke, at times, and he's been uh, he's not been very complimentary over the last few weeks about what's been happening academy-wise at Barnsley, so it'll be nice for people to be able to ask those questions yep. on the night as well. And on the night, you can take photos, have your stuff signed, whatever, so Which, that's uh, on the 25th of January. But closer to home is Accrington away, Chris. Yeah, Accrington away at the weekend. They've sort of... They've snuck into the playoffs. They've gone up, haven't they? They've come up last season. Did they, I think they won the league. Billy Key scoring a lot of goals. He's carried on that form, Billy. And is it's the old small pitch and and own people in on our own ground thing that's worked quite well for Accrington. The other teams that have come up have not done so well. I personally think they'll fade away, Kyle, and they'll not be in the playoffs come the end of the season because I don't think the squad's big enough. From a, from an, you know, they, they might have a good squad of fourteen, which Barnsley had, didn't they, Carlo? At one point, when you look at stuff like the a yeah. couple of seasons ago, we had a good squad of fourteen, fifteen players. Outside of that, we really struggled to the point George Williams were playing left fullback. Right, but you know, it's a strength and depth thing. We're yeah, about, strength and depth thing there. Accrington may fall up, fall away. They've got Zanzala up front, Key up front. That's the problem for Barnsley at the weekend, isn't it? Because they're good, they're quite pacey players up front for Accrington. Yeah, and Billy Key's got a very like big sort of build. He's built in it. He'll he he'll bully, almost bully defenders. Um, Sean McConville though, he's he's uh, he scores goals, but he creates goals as well. So that'll be another one they'll look out for. They've got a good manager in John Coleman. He's been there a while as well, hasn't he? So. Maybe they'll dare to dream again, but they can only take in their form. They've lost three all season like Barnsley, so they can only, well, they can't, they can either fade away or they'll just stay on. We'll just see through season. I've just been talking about we were off air and I only see Sunderland stopping Barnsley winning the league. I know it's very ambitious, but they are sort of, they, they've clicked Sunderland, I think, by the way. I think they certainly have clicked. Even they, they took the checker trade very seriously. They win 3-0 or something like that the other night, or 2-0. 
against Morecambe. I think they went to Morecambe and won. Then they've won at Port Vale in the Cup as well, which could have been a tricky one, and yeah. Port Vale were unlucky, actually, at the weekend against Sunderland, but they've clicked. So I see but Barnsley have got to just do their own thing, and, and that's that's obviously got to be the same at, at Accrington on Saturday. So I, I, I could potentially see this as a bit of a, a banana skin sort of fixture but then I again they've won five on the trot bounds so if they did lose at the weekend it's it's not as down heartening isn't it because oh, no, they're no, a good I, run aren't they I know well you'll have the, the you'll have the passage of Barnsley fans don't you that say yeah. stand aloud soon as we lose and I think <laughs> we've had five on the trot I think we need to keep in context two of those were league games and I think you know we'd have reasonable I, I've said it before, I'll ask your opinion, Kyle. Next three to me, next three matches to me in this league could define our season. We've got Doncaster, we've got well, Accrington, Doncaster and Sunderland. And Sunderland's away in midweek, I believe, isn't it? It's on a Tuesday night. It's after is that the old after the international break where they fit their mixed their yeah. mixed fixture in it. So you know, you mentioned that those three games. How long have we talked about this now is the time to strangle this league? If you're gonna win it, you start winning it from now. And I think it starts for Barnsley Accrington at the weekend and personally I think Barnsley will win quite comfortably at the weekend. Go on, tell him it's not true. <laughs> you can't break everybody's heart. I don't think it'll be an easy game by by any stretch, but I'd, for some reason, my mind's just saying one-one written all over it. See, I said two-two. I think we'll both both, both score, but I think Accrington at home, and it is one of fantastic. We've sold the allocation out. On Twitter, they're, you know, they're sort of majority share all that. Extremely complimentful about Barnsley and everything else. Um, I, I don't know because you know it, it's it could be a Charlton or it could be a Peter. It's one of those, isn't it? Because yeah. away we've been lately, it's one or the other. Is it? We either win four nil or we lose two nil, and <laughs> there's no middle road. For therefore, I'm saying two two. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll finish on a positive note. We'll catch you next week. You heard it here first. Three nil, Barnsley, Accrington at the weekend. We'll catch you next week on the Red Report. <laughs> Cheers for listening. Catch us on the podcast, and we'll see you next week. The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. This is The Vibe with Barnsley College. Why does Comcast Business power more businesses than any other provider? It has technology solutions that put you ahead, like the fastest reliable network and serious savings. Whether your small business is starting or growing, you need Comcast Business. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Ask about Comcast Business Internet and Security Edge. Or find out how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online today to learn more. Offer ends 10 22 Restrict and supply. Call for details. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Find beatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.